0: You haven't really arrived in paradise until you have a cocktail on hand. Luckily, with new Cape Line sparkling cocktails, you're closer than you think. These amazingly flavorful new beverages come in a can, so no matter where you are, that cabana lounging state of mind is just a pop tab away. Only in a perfect world would a delicious, convenient beverage like this also be made with ingredients you can feel good about. Well, leave it to Cape Line sparkling cocktails to deliver an uncompromising blend of six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Get on Facebook or Instagram and follow Cape Line. And remember, it's easy to fall in love when you're in paradise. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Infused with essential vitamins and superfoods to power your body and mind, VitaCup gourmet coffees and teas are a reimagining of your daily rituals. Each blend is dietitian formulated with ingredients to boost energy, metabolism, mood, and more. And because VitaCup has a taste-first approach, each blend tastes delicious, even better than your normal coffee and tea. Use the code BACHELOR at VitaCup.com to save 30% on your first order. Or find VitaCup at Target, Walmart, and Sprouts. Party Ben Higgins. Last time we spoke, we texted, and you were about to make some granola. How did the granola turn out?
1: Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Um, I told you where you got the granola, where I got the granola.
0: From. Yes, I believe I sent you the recipe.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just wanted to make sure you knew that. <laughs> um, yeah, it oh, was good. I've had I've had a really exciting few weeks. I made that granola. I uh, I have harvested the tomatoes in my garden. And uh really exciting news. Um I have uh I've pulled out some jalapenos that I uh, grew this year and they were fantastic.
0: <laughs> that is a really exciting few weeks. You're just like nesting hardcore. I love it.
1: It's been it's been really, really exciting. I I, I know you might be a little overwhelmed with the cool factor, but um <laughs> okay, you'll get used to it.
0: Oh my god, Ben, I love it. Um, I feel like you were always meant to be 30 and older and now you finally are.
1: Yeah, is do you think I mean is 30 kind of the age that this stuff becomes acceptable?
0: Totally. You're like, oh in my 30s, uh, I can stay home tonight. No big deal. Oh
1: okay. that's how I yeah. felt no, that's how I felt it. at least. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. No, it is. It's exactly <laughs> how I feel.
0: <laughs> um, okay, well that's great. Also, that means you're home after like so much traveling. If you follow Ben on Instagram, I feel like there was a stretch where you were just all over the map. You were like in Switzerland, you were at weddings, you were just doing so much stuff.
1: I've been traveling a lot recently. Uh, I still am. I just got home last night from Atlanta, Georgia. I was in Orlando speaking at a conference called MomCon. Uh, A lot of Mm. Juliet Littman fans at MomCon.
0: Really? That's nice. What's a MomCon?
1: So there's an organization out there called Mops. Mops is Mothers of Preschoolers, and it's like a, a group for moms to get together. And then every year they do their international conference and they call it MomCon. Uh, so it's literally 3000 moms together in one place. It, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's also one of the best.
0: Okay, cool. Um, I yeah. think we should probably talk about bachelor in paradise, which is why I have you on this year's show today. But first yeah. I just want to correct something I said last week, which is I was harsh. I was talking smack about Clay Harbor, and I really didn't give him credit for how good his NFL career was, like, at all, and I just oh. feel bad about it, so I want to formally apologize to Clay, first and foremost, who really made it to the NFL, as a legitimate NFL player, probably the most legitimate NFL player to ever be on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, and Clay, I'm really sorry, and second of all, listeners, I'm also sorry to you for this grave error, um, I think it just speaks to the fact that I cannot believe we're like well into September now and bachelor in paradise is still happening. And I am really sorry. And Ben, I hope you and everyone else, particularly clay can forgive me. I never want to shortchange someone for a great career.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's good of you. Big of you, uh, Juliet, to admit that Thanks. Um, I was, I was wondering when you were going to give me credit for my high school football career, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> um,
0: I'm so sorry, Ben.
1: <laughs> we have had a, a couple athletes, Uh, on the show recently but yeah clay is the only one right to officially make it through the nfl
0: yes and he had a far more impressive career than colton and clay i'm really sorry i you know do do your thing man now i understand why he was working out for four hours at a time and quite frankly i think angela should have been a little more understanding the man is a professional athlete it's his job to work out
1: yeah i i don't disagree with you juliet you you know uh, as always um I respect you for your ability to admit when you're wrong. And also to guide us into the wisdom of, yeah, Clay was an athlete and that's how he made his money. Nice job.
0: Good for you, man. He's part of the, 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 the kind of renewed Chicago community of bachelorette contestants. This was the thing. Like when Chris Bukowski first came around and then it died, became LA. Yeah. Now, then it was Denver, Nashville. Chicago is like kind of back. There's like, there's some Chicago action and I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chicago's a good place. I mean, there's a lot of singles in Chicago. I, you know, I grew up just outside of Chicago, so I, I know Chicago well. Um, the dating scene there is 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 good, but it's really hard to commit in Chicago. And so I think we'll start seeing the Midwest represented once again on this show. I hope Denver, they don't give up on Denver, though. We have some good good people out here.
0: We there. You just said a lot of things that I want to follow up on. I'm going to make notes to self. We're going to come back to it. But first, I okay. want to talk about Dean. Dean and Kaelin, you are friends with Dean, so perhaps you can give us some insight. What happened when Dean left Paradise on his own the first time? Like, where did he go? What was running through his head? How did he end up coming back?
1: Yeah, so I've talked to Dean about this personally. Uh, He said he legitimately went to the Grand Canyon and was
0: sitting on the the edge of the Grand Canyon. Correction. He thought it it was the Grand Grand Canyon, but it wasn't. (laughs) No way. I swear, he had to clarify on his social media. Yeah, he had to clarify on his social media.
1: Oh, wow. How do you get that wrong? I, I didn't know that.
0: I, I don't know, man. You got to ask Dean.
1: Okay, I'll ask Dean. But he went to the, wherever he went now, and he was sitting on the edge, and he goes, uh, he said he called up the producers and said, hey, I don't want to do this thing without Kalen. And so he they said, well, then come on back. And that's literally all, that's as much as I got from him as a friend on his thought process.
0: Wow. Okay. So, Dean, not a planner he, is what he, I'm getting.
1: I mean, when you think of Dean, did you really think, like, planner was a part of it?
0: I that, I don't know what I think of Dean. That's why I'm glad we're discussing this. It's like, I don't really, like, get who he is, which I don't need to get who he is. That's fine. But we're talking about TV that, like, crafts a narrative. And it's just sort of weird. I don't know. I just don't—I don't know, like, is he actually looking for a relationship and— I don't know. I guess I'm more surprised by Kaylin actually going. Like, that to me was a real shock.
1: Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Like, if it was Dean or, Cam or Connor, right, then mm-hmm. are you thinking she was going to stick around with Connor? Or is, I mean, there's a little bit of mystery with Dean, right? Like, he's good looking. Yeah. He has Very a lot going for him. He's smart. He's a smart guy. So, like, there's mystery there. And maybe it is the fact that you can't put him in a box. That is attractive. And I think Kaylin was probably, I don't think Kaylin wants to be put in a box right now. I think it shows that she's not ready to have, like, that's why, you know, I'm very box-like. Like, Like, you know what you're getting with me. You don't really ever know what you're getting with Dean. A man who loves
0: to garden.
1: (laughs) Right, man who loves to garden. And, like, if that excites you, and that makes you feel a certain way, then please come into my world. But, Dean, you never know what you're going to get with Dean.
0: I guess that's true. Also, there's, like, definitely an impulse in a lot of women to, like, want to, like, reel someone in. Not, like, tame them, but sort of, like, become the stability that obviously they don't have. And I think Dean would tell you, like, he doesn't have, like, a ton of stability right now. He lives in his van. Uh, But, you know... I, I guess that's cool. I'm, I guess I'm happy she found love. She clearly really, really wanted it. I thought the funniest moment of the week was when Taysha was like, who would have thought that I'd be crying over Kaylin? I, lo- I love that. has had a great run mm-hmm. this season. She just seems like really fun and self-aware. And I, I really enjoyed her. And that was a, a great Taysha moment.
1: Taysha has shined. I mean, she actually shined on The Bachelor as well, being yeah, the, like, the girl that kind of like got forgotten about at the end. But she's shined in Bachelor in Paradise, and she's somehow been able to be around the whole time. Uh, and you know, we've invested in multiple of her love stories, like we were into her and Derek, sure. and her and JPJ, and like. So yeah, she's she's shined. Well, I'm a big fan That's, of Stacia.
0: That is a good point. Like we've stuck with her through multiple um, love interests. and it's still it's still not over.
1: No, no.
0: There's still so much to come. Um, there, I want to talk about Demi which sure. I thought she had a really awesome and interesting conversation with Christian this week. They went on a date. I thought it was funny that Demi didn't want to date, by the way. She's just like, oh, I don't want to do this. Um, is, yeah. Are the dates fun? I guess you've never been on Paradise.
1: I have zero idea. I would imagine no. Um, Why not? Mostly because it's a lot of hurry up and wait. So dates oh. are like, hey, let's go to this date at four, and then let's actually start the date at six. And then you have 20 people sitting around you watching you have a date and then the date's done and you go back. Like, it almost feels, I'm kind of like in Denny's camp, Demi's camp where it's like, let's just chill at the beach. Like, it's relaxing. We yeah. know what we're getting. We can talk to each other anytime. We don't have to dress up. Like, let's just chill here. That's That would be my thought.
0: That's a good point. I did like when she was like, there'll be camera, in front of the cameras. Like, I just like it when they reference the cameras because for whatever reason, it happens so infrequently, you know?
1: Yeah, and they've started to more and more. like here recently like where the cameras have been seen
0: i i wonder like what do you think about the sort of change in paradise this season to being more self-aware more um acknowledging of the outside world like i I know that you had some feelings on like manufacturing a relationship having seen demi and christian play out in a pretty touching way i mean i think this is just a really incredible explicit conversation about what it's like to be queer on one of these shows and for demi her kind of her 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 sexual identity like how she's still really like working through it and learning how to like, how she feels comfortable talking about it. It's pretty amazing. Has your opinion changed on this at all as you've watched it unfold?
1: Well, I mean, I think I'll always stick to the idea that any relationship before the show should be at least discussed. Like we should know if we're going to watch his viewers and I think they should, if it's still something that's ongoing, we should know about it if they're going to choose to go on a dating show. But Mm -hmm. I also think like, There's, we've all had dating relationships where there's been confusion. Is this something? Is it not? Should we start looking elsewhere? You know, that kind of stuff. And if that's kind of the season you're in, then I think going on the show and just exploring yourself is awesome. And I think that's what Demi did. I don't know if Demi necessarily knew, like, going on The Paradise, that Christian was going to be the one for her. I think it took her going down there, exploring other relationships to realize, I don't want to do this without Christian. Yeah. Which, that's great.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's been pretty amazing to watch it. And, and I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite ways that this relationship has been portrayed is it doesn't feel exploitative. Like like with many of the people in Paradise, I forget that Christian is there. I don't forget that Demi is there because she's such a great soundbite and quote for the show. But like I forget that um, that she's there and it's just sort of is like watching the relationship play out like any of the other ones. They they zig the narrative zigs and zags. They come back to Demi and Christian when it makes sense. And it's just, it hasn't been treated as, like, a huge deal. It's just been, it is what it is. Demi and Christian trying to, like, figure things out. And Christian just seems so chill. I feel like it actually, it hasn't been on the show more because Christian is, like, just way too normal and, like, a regular person. And it's funny to, like, hear her try to, like, process what it's like to be on this TV show in real time when she's just like, what am I doing? Yeah, and I
1: think that's maybe something that has been overlooked is how weird this whole thing has probably been for Christian. Like she was just a normal girl that was hanging out with Demi and then Demi goes on the show and now Christian finds herself on the show. The relationship is kind of what it's always been. They're together, they're into each other, they're dating. But for Christian, like she hasn't had any prep for this world. And I think it's pretty impressive that she's been able to dive in, explore this relationship and like do it. I, I don't know if maybe she's doing it for Demi, but she's doing it for the best betterment of their relationship. And I think that's pretty awesome. And I think it shows how much she really cares about Demi.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. They seem like things are really going to work out. Also, we saw tonight, like, Demi is really, like, quite thoughtful and straightforward in talking to her about, like, what bothers her when they talk about the the whole PDA thing and, like, what Demi's comfortable with what, versus Christians, And, like, like, I think, you know, any couple, they're still just figuring out, like, what their language is together. And I don't know, it... it it's, like, not sensational at all, which is awesome, because it shouldn't be. And it's also, like, pretty boring television, which is also, like, kind of great and, like, makes, like, the right statement. But I'm just like, okay, cool. I wish you guys the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're going to make it. I mean, I think... I, I mean, do you consider them a Bachelor success story if they make it?
0: Sure. Yeah. I think okay. we can consider it such. What do you think?
1: Sure. Why not? I just wonder. I mean, you never know, right? But... Yeah. yeah, I think it is. I mean, they dated on TV. I think at that point, you've automatically given yourself the ability to call yourself a bachelor success story.
0: Yeah. If you want it. Um, Let's go back to talking about Denver, which you brought up before. First of all, and Chicago. And let's talk about Chicago. You think that people are going to... uh yeah. You think it's hard to settle down in Chicago? What does that mean?
1: I just think there's, like... I think big cities are hard to settle down in. Because there's a lack of like, there's a lack of contentment or just like, Hey choice on this is somebody that I want to date because there's so many other things out there that you think everything around the corner is better when it's probably not. But I think big cities I'm learning are just harder and harder to date in. Like I don't think big cities are easier to date in than like my small little Midwestern town where you know a lot about everybody and you also know like who's a good person and who's not. So I think Chicago, Denver, all those growing cities. I don't know if Chicago's growing, but it's difficult cuz you're always looking around the corner.
0: Interesting. I don't know, Ben. I as someone who lives in Los Angeles and is currently in New York City. I don't I don't know about that. But okay, fair enough. Do you think it's easy
1: Wait, Julia, do you think it's easy to date in New York City?
0: I mean, I don't know. I have I haven't really lived here since I was quite a bit younger, but I just think that but I think at some point you grow you outgrow the like looking around the corner anyway. At least I hope you do. I don't know. I haven't I seen it my
1: friends yet, so let me know maybe, when you see it with yours.
0: Maybe they'll get there. I have plenty of friends who've dated and got married in New York and LA. Well, like so okay. many.
1: Well, that's just my that's my theory and I think that going on the bachelor or bachelorette, I actually I think would help like you understand the dating world a little bit. It helped me I mean when I did the show, I came off of it uh I think with a clearer perspective of what was out there and it allowed me to know better who I wanted and what kind of person I wanted.
0: All right. Well, I'm I'm glad that helped you. That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> I just think that like <laughs> there's more people open to you. Like there's just more of uh, options. So like while yes, you can like be looking around, it also means that there's just more there's more possibility. I don't know. I like I choose to see the positive in it, not the, not the negative.
1: Mm. Well. You, you typically. I'll be the negative, you be the positive, and in the end we'll come to some agreement in the middle, and it'll be awesome for everybody.
0: When you want something real, there's no reason to compromise. And when that something is a cocktail, there's new Cape Line Sparkling Cocktails. They're made with nothing artificial, only six simple ingredients, and they come in easy-to-pack, easy-to-enjoy, anywhere cans. Don't let a slim can fool you, though. These sparkling cocktails offer big flavor. No matter where you are in the variety pack, hard strawberry lemonade, margarita, or blackberry mojito, you will not find a single sip of taste bud boredom. I know that Cape Line is going to carry me all the way into September. Follow Cape Line on Facebook and Instagram and discover the most delicious way to get real. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Tired of unpredictable hair color results? Discover Color & Co, the home hair color personalized just for you by L'Oréal. You'll get a free consultation with an expert hairstylist who will custom blend a salon-quality shade for your hair needs. In your color box, you'll receive personalized instructions and all the tools you need for guaranteed results. No matter your hair color goal, blonde, red, brown, vivid, or pastel, you can do it with endless color possibilities. We'll create the one just right for you at colorandco.com. I know that I could use a little something, something for my hair, just mix it up a little bit. And that's why I'm going to use Color & Co. I want to take the guesswork out of at-home hair color with Color & Co. Personalized hair color by L'Oreal. Use the promo code bachelor at colorandco.com for $10 off your First order. That's the code BACHELOR at colorandco.com for $10 off your first order now. Let's talk about Denver and specifically Blake Horseman, mm-hmm. who I went home at the end of mm-hmm. the episode after things are not working out with Christina. If you had to sum up Blake's paradise arc, like what do you say? So many twists and turns, so many tears.
1: Oh, man. Blake, Blake, Blake. I think what we say is it wasn't as all, at all like he expected, or, in, well, really any of us expected. I think long-term, it's going to be really healthy for him because I think he's going to be a better man for because of it. But if you're asking me to explain his Bachelor in Paradise arc, I, I think it was, I, I would explain it like this. I felt like he was drowning the whole time and at some point he would find himself breathing above water and he would just drown again and then breathe above water. And then finally he just kind of like made it to shore. It wasn't triumphant. It wasn't that exciting. He just is walking off, walking out of the ocean onto the next thing without <laughs> it really being any benefit to him.
0: Yeah. It's tough. I, I think Blake, the friend and Blake, the kind of like the homie came across really well in the small moments when we saw him. I think Blake, desperate yeah. to find to find a relationship, really needs to reassess his priorities and, like, where he should go next. And I, I think Blake needs to get off television. Like, the next thought for Blake is just to, like, not be on TV. Um, yeah. But, like, to double back to Christina when nothing else worked, whether that was genuine or not, like, obviously he was just trying to convince himself that, like, this could work, like, and just so badly wants to be in a relationship. And that's just sad, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, the
1: it, it Christina thing, at that point, there's multiple times this season where you're looking at Blake, or I was as a fan, going, there's just nobody here for you. Like, this isn't your place to date anymore. There might be somebody you're interested in, but this 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 whole beach has now, like, has been burnt for you. you, you there's no reviving it. And so as a result, you need to just leave and try again somewhere else. If it's on TV, I don't know. I hope not, but if it is great, if it's, you know, as whatever the next step is for you, but this beach is no longer your zone. And I think he just wanted to continue to convince himself that paradise was going to be worth it for him. That he was going to be able to look back and say, oh, I'm glad I went. I'm glad I went. When ultimately all of us knew that was never going to be the case. Like it, it was literally like Dean said, and and Blake's a friend of mine, but it was a dumpster fire from the very beginning that Blake should have just ran out of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really, really a bad situation for him. And I was just like very clear from following him on social media before Paradise that he just was like loving this partying lifestyle. And I didn't know anything about like who he was and was not sleeping with, texting with, stagecoach, anything. But like just none of this is a surprise like whatsoever. I just worry about him now, though. Like he was genuinely upset leaving. And i don't know i i hope he's okay like i think that like he i think that this i hope this is like a good like learning opportunity for him but he just like needs to step away from the cameras for a little while and like just kind of screw his head back on
1: very yeah, tough i think
0: i like like
1: i like blake too but the people that do this show best allow it to oh they they're open enough to learn from it and i think blake has a lot of opportunity right now to learn i'm not saying he did anything worse or better than anybody else in the show does. I mean, he definitely made a mistake when he slept with two women but, like, shocker, back to back, but like shocker people sleep with each other from like people sleep for this uh, with each other from the show. Like it happens often. And so like for Blake now, uh, I just hope he can now learn from the choices he did make and kind of where his, where his intentions were and hopefully he becomes a better man for it. I've seen like people come off the show including myself, and they make mistakes and they're a better person because they watch it and they go, yeah, I messed up. My intentions weren't in the right place and I need to do better.
0: What was the biggest thing you messed up? What was your biggest mistake?
1: Uh, I mean, I think for me, I I think, you know, the, the, the hot topic was the unlovable st- or the lovable, st- like I love two women. And I think oh, I yeah. did that because I wasn't ready to fully convince myself that um, I was going to be able to hurt somebody I cared about. And I think what my mistake was, I wasn't more direct. I wasn't more intentional. I was passive. I wasn't ready for conflict. I meant what I said, but I think that I learned later on that to be straightforward, honest, and direct is a lot better route than to try to please everybody and hoping in the end it all works out.
0: Yeah, that's true. You've you've grown a lot since then, Ben. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Juliet. You're so welcome. I never know how Um, to
1: take that. I never know how to. I never know how to take it when somebody's like, "Yeah, you're a better like you've grown." Like, does that mean back then you just thought I was an asshole? Like, what 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 does that mean? I mean,
0: as you know, I never thought that. As I was like one of your first fans, and (laughs) so a there's that. B, I think that it's like if you don't grow as a human, that's a bigger bigger uh insult. It's not that like there's anything wrong with Mm. you, but like everyone everyone should evolve. It's it's literally natural. And so if you don't, then that's the issue. So you should take it as, like, a good good job, you know?
1: Oh, okay, I, know. I do know. I, yeah, I get
0: it. I, un- I understand being offended by someone saying they're proud of you, though. Sometimes I'm just like, thanks. It's, like, really condescending. I don't need your pride. So if you felt that way, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: No, I, um, ben, no, I get it now. Ben, We're all good.
0: Who's your who's your pick for Bachelor?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was kind of in the mic camp. Uh, I don't think it's time on Paradise. Fully impressed me. Like no, I was not inspiring. I saw. No, it wasn't inspiring. So I kind of w- resorted back to Peter, and I think you know with Tyler doing whatever he's doing right now. Um, Tyler was at, at a fashion
0: week show last night, and Gigi was also there. Also, Tyler, per TMZ, and this or er, actually, really many outlets, and it's there's this is really questionable ethics. So I don't want to go too deep into it, honestly. But he was seen. In the Netherlands with the Hadid family at Gigi's grandmother's funeral. So that seems like a serious relationship. When I last spoke to him a couple weeks ago for on this podcast, he did not want to comment on that relationship, which, if it is real, is probably for the best. And so that seems like that would really rule him out of being The Bachelor.
1: I would think he's probably pretty good with where he's at. So Peter gets my vote.
0: I like Peter. I follow Peter's mom on Instagram. She had a really cute Instagram really? with Peter being excited. Ex- yeah. Why I, do you follow I, I, Peter's
1: I, mom on Instagram?
0: Because I, I cover The Bachelor for my job. I got to, you know, be keeping up with all all of the key players.
1: Do you follow my mom on Instagram?
0: No. Sh- should I? Is she on it?
1: She's on I mean, you can do it. My grandma's on it, too. She just had an interesting post yesterday. But well, um, What was it? Yeah, <laughs>
0: what, what, what was it?
1: It was like a random picture that she posted of some stranger holding her ankle. And we don't like none of the family knows why it was posted yet. So I don't know. I think Instagram is like a dangerous tool uh, for grandmas, but it's, it works. Um, but if you <laughs> want to follow my wait. mom, I'm sure, you know, she would love, yeah.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> what? What is this picture <laughs> that your grandma posted? Also, it's, what's her, what's her Instagram handle? I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Uh,
1: Bev- oh, Beverly Fox is her name. I'll pull it up here. But the picture, as I pull it up, I'll explain it. The picture is she's holding her ankle. And, yeah, it's, it's questionable of why it was posted. There's a, a text thread going on of, like, "What? what is this? It's B-Daisy Fox. B-Daisy, like, as a Daisy Fox. Um,
0: okay. Love
1: my grandma to death. Great lady. She's terrific. Oh, it was is- deleted at this point. Oh, it just got deleted.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, she must have realized oh it was
0: god. a mistake. Oh my god, that's really so, funny. Okay,
1: mm-hmm, isn't family great?
0: chatter, though, huh?
1: Yeah, grandma's on Instagram. I think that's a that's a new thing that will get really interesting here in the next few years.
0: Wow. Well, I followed Peter's mom because I wanted to keep up with the Weber family. She had a great showing out of his hometown at the after the final rose. I'm just a fan, and so I don't know. And then she posted this video of him being really excited about the Seahawks season starting. I love a sports fan to be bachelor so that's great. I don't know, I, I just I like it.
1: All right, Julia, I had to put you on the spot for a second.
0: Okay, I'm ready.
1: Tyler or Peter, who are you a bigger fan of?
0: For bachelor or like in life?
1: Let's say life.
0: Life Tyler, bachelor Peter. I I don't think Tyler would be a good bachelor. Ooh. I having met him, he's like too nice and earnest and also just like too like good at what he does. Like I don't think he has any sense of um what it's like like to really like be hurt because I think he's like too hot for that. He's never been hurt. I think Peter like gets it a mm. little bit more. But that said, this yeah. is similarly, I really didn't want Blake to be um bachelor. I thought he would he was like not right for it. And like I can really like you and not want you to be bachelor. So I, I think Peter would be the better bachelor, but I'm just like such a huge Tyler fan. He's a great guy, really genuine, and I've really enjoyed the times that I've met him.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Have you met him yet? No, I haven't. Got to get you guys in a room. No. But you're in the same fantasy football league.
1: Yeah, I'm going to lose this week, so. Yeah, it sucks, but I would love to meet Tyler. I, I would. I think he's a good dude. I've heard great things, and I trust your opinion, so.
0: I have a question. How did his How did his roommate, Matt James, 919, get in the league?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's a That's good question. Wild. I think it came down. Yeah, I think it came down to where... Not uh, who is Matt James, by the way? Because everybody was like, "Oh, this is going to be unfair now that Matt's in the league." Is Matt like a coach or something?
0: He played football with Tyler at Wake uh, Forest, well, but no, he's not a coach. He, they are they are roommates. Like Tyler lives on his futon.
1: Oh, well, that's attractive. um But <laughs> yeah, Matt's in the league because I think we're just like running short of players. And Tyler's like Matt will play, and so I think they said that works.
0: I want Matt to be on The Bachelor. So only- uh, I want him to be the Bachelor so badly.
1: Is there a chance to go on? Do you think?
0: I have no idea. If if Tyler's, you know, works on him, maybe. Who knows?
1: Mm, Tyler has so much power these days.
0: He really does. I I would, if I hadn't met Tyler, I would slip into Matt James Nine DMs to like get him to come on this podcast. But well, first of all, I did, but it was before I had met Tyler. But now I just feel like it's weird. Like I actually know you, so I don't feel like I can be like super creepy. You know.
1: <laughs> hmm. So you're a big Matt James fan. Well, this is good to well, know.
0: I just think it's amazing that he's went from like literal obscurity to having like 40,000 Instagrams and being in the most coveted reality fantasy football league there is. And yet you didn't even really know who he was.
1: <laughs> oh, this is so fun. Juliet, you you do your research. You are you're an Not incredible, about Clay. incredible Not podcast
0: Oh my God. Thank yeah. you so much, Ben. You're one of my faves. I miss you. I hope to see you soon. Next time you're in L.A., let me know.
1: I would love to, yeah. And uh, Juliette, mm-hmm. thanks for having me on. Always fun to talk Always to you. Always.
0: Check out Ben on the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm sure you already know about that if you're listening to this one. But hey, never hurts to mention again. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I'll be back later in the week. We're still talking paradise, if you can believe it or not. I'll talk to you then. I'm Juliette. This has been Bachelor Party, presented by Cape Line. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again to Vitacup. Infused with essential vitamins and superfoods to power your body and mind, Vitacup gourmet coffees and teas are a reimagining of your daily rituals. Each blend is dietitian formulated with ingredients to boost energy, metabolism, mood, and more. And because Vitacup has a taste first approach, each blend tastes delicious, even better than your normal coffee and tea. Use the code BACHELOR at vitacup.com to save 30% on your first order, or find Vitacup at Target, Walmart, and Sprouts.